This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Tiki Barber. They need to do everything they can to hold on to Daniel Jones. If he keeps growing like we expect him to do, like Josh Allen did, the New York Giants will have the best quarterback in the NFC East. And that's with Jalen Hurts almost being an MVP this season. Brandon Tierney. Julie loves on the show all year. And a million ways sideways, I try to ask him, whether you're going to guarantee a playoff spot. Is Daniel Jones the right guy? Nothing. His first TV appearance, he makes national headlines. Of course. Julie Love is dead to me. <laughs> Tiki and Tierney on The Fan, 1019 FM and the Odyssey Hello, app. everybody. What's happening? 1002 on The Fan. This is the Tiki and Tierney show. Hey, uh, Tiki. Tiki, I got to tell you, Tiki. I don't know yes. if you noticed, but there was a big record that was broken last night. You notice this? LeBron James, 40-year uh Record that was broken, the all-time scoring mark previously held by the great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Did you see this, Tiki? I did see this. It was outstanding. 38 years old, LeBron James. Uh, 38 points he scored. <laughs> He's got 38,388 points. The symmetry is just spectacular, I believe. It was amazing. He's amazing. Listen, to me, MJ's the GOAT. MJ's always going to be the GOAT. It's a generational thing. That's fine. Uh, I think I could get behind LeBron James being the greatest all-around player of all time. But, you know, maybe I'm just wired a little differently from some of the other zombies, the other sycophants out there. But I got to tell you, something bothered me last night about the whole thing with LeBron. You want to hear it? Yes, let's go. But I've got to contrast it. First of all, go back, and if you're watching the game or if you're a big NBA fan, you've seen it recently because they've been showing you a lot. When Kareem broke the mark against Utah Jazz, right? Mm-hmm. A little hook shot from the corner, boom, over Mark Eaton. And how he was swarmed by his teammates and how it was a wee thing and it was an accomplishment that was shared by everybody. And Kareem was seemingly reticent to be front and center uh, and propelled to... You know, a, a part of the stage that that made him uncomfortable. He just wanted to keep it going, keep it moving. 
and his teammates shared and basked in the moment with him. Yep. Did you see what LeBron James did? Yeah, he raised his hands, walked to the other end of the court, and looked for a camera and soaked, soaked in all of the adulation that comes with being the all-time leading scorer in the NBA. Correct. Is that what you're supposed to do? Uh, no, no. To me, he was absolutely, and last night, and last night was a really interesting, I think, reminder of, of how far we've fallen as a sporting society. And this might seem like a strange take. Again, the day after he bust a 40-year mark, great player. But I just can't help as I watch this, and I watched it again this morning, LeBron, an isolated figure, hands up, look at me, all about me, look at me, it's all about me. He was more interested, in, and I don't mean his family, that's a beautiful thing, what, is, what he called for his family, that, that's great, I love that. But he was more interested in dapping up the celebrities than sharing the moment with his teammates. Mm. And that is, well, that just bothers me. Well, isn't that sports society these days? That's not it, Aaron Judge. It, uh, well, I That's think not Aaron Judge. Maybe it's basketball then. Maybe it's football because you see it in football also. You get an interception, and it's you know, let's run down to the other end of the field and and, and get I don't know pictures taken in front of the the next, the opposing team sideline or stands or whatever it's going to be. Uh, baseball is just different. I think it lends itself to this kind of of. It's all about the team. Yes, I did something special, but it is all about the team. Even though you do get moments of it with bat flips and things like that, but I would argue, I mean, LeBron James is. I mean, he's iconic. He's been doing this for 18 years now, 19 seasons. Uh, he did it in faster leading score than, uh, than than Kareem did. He did it faster than he did. He's always been that guy that we look to uh, to, I don't know, guide where the league is going. I mean, he started the super team stuff. Uh, he had a he has a. Uh, a penchant for being saying all the right things at the right times. He doesn't get in trouble. I mean, why why are we upset with LeBron James because he has a little bit of a me moment? That that's. It, I mean, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's it's, the, it's it's where sports seems to be going. Yeah, but I don't think LeBron James is the problem. I'm not saying that he's the problem, but he he definitely uh, has not distinguished himself differently from the trend uh, that many of his peers embrace. I'll give you another example. So yesterday, I'm driving in the car, and I'm hearing snippets of Kyrie Irving's introductory press conference in Dallas. Good luck with that, Dallas. <laughs> Good luck, right, first of all. And Kyrie's got the gumption to tell us that the Nets disrespected him, completely absolving himself of any wrongdoing. Now, I'm not saying that LeBron and Kyrie are, you know, wired the same way. No, LeBron is is far, far less of it. I mean, he's not an issue at all. I, I mean, I'm not trying to be unfair to LeBron. I mean, Kyrie is a divisive distraction, and it's proven itself out in multiple cities. Cleveland, Boston, Brooklyn, and just book it. Davis will be next, and then somebody else, probably the Lakers after that, then he'll probably retire. But to me, it's just like a, uh, yesterday to me was um, very telling, where you have one great player in Kyrie doing what he did, and I just described it completely mm -hmm. Separating himself from any wrongdoing. Not me. It's the Nets. Not me. It's them. Not me. It's them. And then you have LeBron in a moment where, you know, I, I know 40 years is a million years ago. But 40 years ago, Kareem shared it with everybody. And now you got LeBron dapping up Jay-Z before he daps up his two guard. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> Well, hey, come on! Isn't that who's close to LeBron? I, it's, I guess, it's, but it's, you know, I, but it, I hear I hear what you're saying in a sense. 
because it used to be all about the guy that you were in the locker room with, yep. right? In the clubhouse. That, that's what it, that's what mattered. You were doing it with those guys. It was all about winning. Even Kareem has said this when he's criticized LeBron at times. You know, I've, I, to me, winning was enough. That's what Kareem said. It wasn't necessarily about the adulation and, you know, take the pictures of me and put me on a pedestal. It was winning was good enough for him. Winning's not good enough for this new generation of athlete. It's all about the brand and the market market appeal. Hell, I was reading an article yesterday, BT, about how Hollywood, which we know LeBron is is in L.A. for, obviously to, to play and be great because he is still great at 38 years old. But Hollywood's next big star is yeah. LeBron James, right? <laughs> it's 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 like they're already really? crafting his. Yeah, I mean they're. It, this is just an article. I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. But they're already crafting like the the next runway for him to conquer, uh, even though his playing career is not over yet. And so when you know that that type of narrative surrounds you, how can you not be about me? Right? So how can you not just be focused on you? Is it good for the Lakers? No. There's a reason that they're three from the bottom in the Western Conference and they're a terrible team because they're not a full team. I mean, they're poorly constructed, but it's also a lot of selfishness on that team, whether it's injury, whether it's just ineffectiveness, whether it's iso ball, whatever it may be. Yeah. They're, they're not a good team for a reason, despite LeBron James being one of the great players still in the NBA. 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney are the fan. Good Wednesday morning to everybody. Uh, Derek Carr and the Saints, there might be getting a little close here, which obviously impacts the Jets on some level. We'll do that later. And somebody actually came out with hard numbers on what Daniel Jones is worth. We'll certainly get to that. And, of course, we'll start to ratchet up the Super Bowl stuff as we get a little deeper in the week. But here's the problem. Okay, so you've got LeBron doing that. And, again, he, he's amazing. And he's been in no trouble. I'm not trying to be unfair to the guy. Uh, but then you have the Kyrie stuff. But now it filters even lower. Look at the college kids. Oh, mm. I've got a little distress. One year. Where's the transfer portal? I can't fight through it. i got to leave. You've got kids, and you and I talked about this nationally, um, kids in the state of Texas who bypassed their senior year of high school to secure a multi-million dollar NIL deal to go to college, and then they go to the college, and they leave the college. after. He, what are we doing? Yeah, talking about what are we, viewers. Yeah, yeah, what are yeah. we breeding here, Tiki, with our well, young athletes, our young men and women? What are we doing? Well, honestly, I don't know. Why are we accepting that, this? I don't know if that's ever going to ultimately be a success, right? Why is LeBron successful? Because he's a freak athlete. You know, first of all, he's six seven, six eight, whatever he is. He's got unbelievable skills. He's kind of a unicorn in that regard, right? And and he he's developed his game. He's got a work ethic. You can't discount that at all. But you see that as a kid, and you think, oh, that's that's me. Right? That that can happen to me. And and you see him being in, a, in an isolated figure, and you think, all right, that's how that's how you do it. When in actuality, it's not how you do it, right? For most people, you need a team around you, right? You need the support around you. Otherwise, your success is just not going to happen. So LeBron is, it's almost like a fallacy to, to kids to watch how his success is playing, has borne itself out. I'm not saying he doesn't work hard. No, he absolutely say, does. I'm not saying that either. No but, way I, am I implying but, that. He, he busts his behind, no but doubt. But you also know he was gifted, yep. right, by a higher being, by God, right? He was gifted with something that 
most people aren't going to have and you know that you can't you can't take that away from him but yeah. at the same time you also can't replicate that easily by doing what he does. We are inside of our Town Fair Tire Studio. Our friends at Town Fair remind you that you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. It's, it, it, listen, I don't want to be all gloom and doom here because we're pretty lucky, at least in this city. I mentioned Aaron Judge before, right? And I'm going to get back to him in a moment to connect some dots. But I'm watching the Nick game last night. Nice job by the Knicks pulling one off on the road, right? And Jalen Brunson, I know he missed that free throw at the N1, but... Again, Jalen Brunson is is playing at a level which is incredible, which is awesome, but also doing it in a in a non showy, non egotistical way. He's just he's old school. He's wired like his pops and the guys that his pops played with. Right? He's not about self glorification. Neither is Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is chasing um, among the two or three top meaningful records in all of North American team sports this past year. And what does he do? He hits one 470 feet, drops his bat, jogs pretty decently speed-wise around the bases. He's got a handshake for every guy. Complete engagement, complete immersion in the in the team process. And then I'm watching last night, and LeBron's, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. It's a turnoff. I'm sorry. You, you just don't I, I like can, it, I can, Listen, you <laughs> could say, get off my lawn. You could say, old man, antiquated view. That's fine. There are certain things, in my opinion, about the old school that are just always going to be better. And this is one of them. Yeah, I don't no, care what anybody says. No, you're right about that, BT. But the other thing I was struck by, because keep, I keep seeing the picture of him taking the last shot. Yep. And there's, I think, one guy. Like one old dude sitting in like the second row, first or second row, uh-huh. who doesn't have his camera out. Of he's course, just, it's the old guy. <laughs> he's just watching. He's just, he probably has a flip. He's got a flipage, still. right? Exactly. He's got a flip a flip phone still. But there's one guy out of I don't know how many are in that picture. Like I don't know, a thousand maybe, a thousand people. They all have their phone out. Just trying to capture it. Yeah. In my mind, I'm saying, because the article is about how everybody's not paying attention to the moment. They're just trying to capture it on their phone to say that they were there. But it's like your picture is not going to be nearly as good as the hundreds of others that are high <laughs> def, true. that are trained, that are trained specifically on LeBron James as, uh-huh. as his hand releases that ball and it switches through the net. Like your picture is not going to be as good. Yeah. Enjoy the moment. Yeah. So but I don't you can't to- put it on Instagram and get 139 likes. That's true. Unless you At have your own. You can't say you were there yeah, unless yeah, you yeah. have your own. Yeah. So, and so in some regards, isn't it what society wants? Doesn't society want what LeBron is giving them right now? I think a large part of society does. I mean, I'm going to be fair. Yes, I see both ways. I see my way. I also understand that my way is is not for everybody. And I also understand, like, you know me, Teak. Like, as much as I'm old school, Mm -hmm. I am about, like, you know, have a little flair. Have a little individuality. Have a little person. Have a little bounce. Have a little swag. I love it. The backflip is all right. But, but it's a team sport. And it was just amazing to me. It was it was very it was not alarming, but it was very obvious mm-hmm. uh, just how absent the team concept was uh, as, as it became very individualized. I get it; it's an individual record. So was Kareem's back in the day. Check out the difference. It's a big difference in terms of the celebration. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Um, you know, I, I think that with somebody like Aaron Judge and somebody like Max Scherzer, Garrett Cole is old school, Jalen Brunson's old. We've got some of them here. That's all. Daniel Jones, uh, Saquon strikes me as fairly old school. 
I get it. I get, and by the way, the other thing too, and this, and I've said this to Tiki for years, and I, mm, I it just drives me, and I don't see anybody do it as much as LeBron. Okay, because I want I want people to understand how this works. So I don't I don't follow LeBron on Instagram. I don't care mm-hmm. what he does. Yeah. Um, but but I come across a lot of his stuff because it's everywhere. It's omnipresent. Got it. So last night I see. Uh, LeBron and the five or six photos of him walking into the arena. Of course, we see, right? All dapped out, all decked out. It looks great. But the way this goes is he's got a personal photographer. This wasn't some random, oh, is Le- oh wow, LeBron's coming. Let me get a picture. And then it just goes mainstream, and then LeBron captures it. He is paying somebody to take his picture, and then in the ultimate self-promotion Paste five photos of himself walking into the building. Um, now, if if this means something different, I mean no disrespect. I want to be clear about that. I, I don't think it does. And if it does, my bad. But there's there was something on his lapel that said, stay present. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you know what you do? And, and I respect that. Stay, stay in the moment. Stay present. Got it. But you tell yourself that. You say that to your wife in bed the night before. You don't have to wear a button that says stay present for the whole world to see. It's it defeats br- the purpose. It's a new brand that I'm sure he's going to be selling in a couple of weeks. Uh, just, just, just so nuts. everybody can do LeBron. Uh, <laughs> your your relationship with LeBron has soured over the years. I haven't really liked LeBron for at least six or seven years. That's and what there's I mean. a lot of reasons why. There was a moment, though, that you did. And all of a sudden, it just started to flip. Yep. Maybe it was the post Well, because he started stuff. to change. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, he be, like he be, he he created a monster himself. Like he's a self-created monster. Yeah, uh, he saw it, uh, the opportunities. He's always taken advantage of it. He's always done the right thing. He's always been a good teammate in theory. Uh, but it, 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 at the same time, he's evolved to accept what society wants right now. And society was. I mean, everybody had their camera out. I, everybody wanted to see what LeBron was going to do on this night, last night. Oh, me is. too. I couldn't and wait they, to see and, how he was going to get it. And they needed to capture it. They needed to get a piece of it. I told you the one time I was in Las Vegas and he was there. And, like, the crowd, like, everywhere he went, it, it was like everything moved with him. The yeah. whole crowd moved with him. It was bizarre. So, like, th- that's how that's who he is. It's who he's become. It's what I think his orbit wants. They want him to be that individual, that larger-than-life superstar. And there's not many of them in all of sports. Yeah. Okay, Teek. Uh, Hoff is chirping in my ear. He's annoying me already. Let's get Paul to Newark. What's going on, Paul? How are you today? What's up, Paul? What's going on, guys? How are you? Hey, Paul. All right. I, BT, stay with your guns, man. Totally go old school. The way the NBA is now, it's a joke. They're all a bunch of prima donnas. Look at me, look at me. That's all they all of them think about. Every superstar down the line. Now, back in the day, you're telling me if LeBron played in the Jordan era, would he score as easily as he did? Or no, no, a- no, no. No, we wouldn't. No, so but Paul, hold on a sec, Paul. This is where I think it gets we get a little unfair. I, I want to be fair. I think LeBron, okay. if you dump LeBron in any generation, he would be amazing. Let's be fair okay, to the man with right. that. All right, I agree with you. Now, okay. would scoring be as high as it is now compared to back then? Uh, score, you know, believe it or not, there were some in the eighties, like the Denver Nuggets. Some of these teams averaged mm-hmm. above twenty. Like the, it wasn't like they just because the Knicks scored ninety points, the rest of the NBA <laughs> didn't. Like the nineties were different. The eighties were fairly high octane. I get your point, though. I think we're kind of saying now, the now, same thing. Now, you as a Knicks fan, yeah. Now, you as a Knicks fan, you think Charles Oakley or Chris uh, Charles Smith would let LeBron go up the middle 
Well, Charles Smith wasn't. Well, well, listen, hold on. I love Charles. I know Charles. Charles wasn't doing anything about that. Listen, yeah. I, I love Oakley, Charles. Oakley Come on. Oakley. Oh yeah, Oakley was right. sure. Yeah, I, I get that. That's why I yeah. love those teams. But exactly. How so many championships did they win? You're right. You're right. You I know, totally it's, it's weird. My point is, the way they they play defense in the NBA, it makes it so easy for anyone to look like a superstar. It's the three pointers. Why isn't anybody in someone's face on the three-point well, line? Well, Paul, I'll give you – and thanks for the call there, Paul. Teak, I will give you the best example. That's R.J. Barrett. Yeah. R.J. Barrett averages 20 points a game. On what planet in mm-hmm. the 80s would he have – or the 90s no. – would he would he have averaged 20 with that efficiency? Yeah, Are you kidding you, me? You watch him now. And no you, way. And he's one of those – he has 20? He's one of those – He's what? He's got 20 points already? But, the, I mean, it is what it is. It's just the game t- today. I mean, Cam Thomas is looking like a star for the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, three straight with 40. I believe I he's know. the youngest to ever do that. Yes. It's amazing. It. So it just tells you yeah. the game is – I don't want to say the game is easier because that's just – that's a that's that's a knock on the game itself. But it is – it's there to be had if the, if the work ethic is right and you have the right situation around you. I that's wonder sure. if – I'm sorry, Teak. I wonder if anybody else was mm, – bothered is the word that I'll use. Bothered by the – the real stark difference last night with LeBron's moment versus Kareem. It's an individual record, so yep, at the end of the day, do whatever you want. But I didn't love it, and I never will. And I'm old school, and that's not going to change. I'm sure you won't all agree. 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney on the fan would do the football stuff later. Derek Carr and the Saints could be close. Aaron Rodgers, four days in the woods, tripping on acid, whatever he's going to do. And listen, maybe that's what it takes to say I want to willingly play for the Jets. I'm going to go in the woods and take acid for four days. And when I emerge, my brain will say, yes, I think it's smart to play for the Jets. Maybe that's what he needs. Take in Tierney on the fan. We have a mic and you have a phone. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right, 1028 on the fan. It is the Tiki and Tierney Show. 877-337-6666 is the number. Uh, by the way, when we get to this, just so you know, so Derek Carr and the Saints with this official visit on tap, that means that Vegas and New Orleans have agreed upon comp. And that doesn't mean that Derek Carr is going to absolutely sign with the Saints, but any visit, any interaction and with the um, with another team, obviously before that, the uh, the Raiders had to, you know, have an agreement with, with that team. So if Derek Carr loves what he sees and he wants to sign with New Orleans, the comp is good. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. He could be off the table for the Jets. I don't Mm -hmm. think it'll happen immediately, but that is a distinct possibility, Teak, obviously. I'd be surprised if Derek Carr actually signed a deal without going to see what is available. Not available, but what what everyone else would be talking about. Because he's never been... Free And it's not really about the money, even though I'm sure that's part of it, but it's also the situation. Like, what type of situation do you want to be in? And I know you make preconceived ideas about, say, New York, but you should at least come see it. Yeah. Right? You should at least come visit Florham Park, which is a great part of New Jersey, obviously, and it's where I live. But also what the the fandom is like up here, it's, it's, it's very different than I think the perception that gets out there across, you know, if you've spent your whole career on the West Coast like he has. Yep, we'll do a lot of football later, the Rogers stuff, the uh, the four-day seclusion trip, the darkness trip, uh, something on Jones as well. Uh, somebody put together a contract. Uh, I want to run by Tiki if he thinks it's fair or a little bit much, whatever. Uh, we'll do all those things today. You know, the other thing, too, we're going to get to these calls, 877-337-6666. But, so I just watched it again the, during the break here, the moment where LeBron breaks Kareem's mark. And then the ensuing, you know, two, three-minute celebration. And, you know, one thing that I've gotten for those who push back on this, and that's fine, I respect it. You know, he barely even knows these Laker teammates. Why should he uh, share the moment with them like Kareem shared with, say, Magic and Worthy and some of the other, you know, Michael Cooper, long-standing Lakers? That, that, I guess that makes a little bit of sense. But, I don't know, I still think that obscures the point. I Like, I don't know, I... <laughs> You would not that this is even close to happening to us, but you and I have been at the fan for a year. Like something really good happened to us. I don't know. Even though I don't know these guys, like I know you. You yeah. know, I, I'd still, you know, I, I'd still share it with them. Yeah, I, I just don't. I, there was well, one point mm-hmm. as he was calling his family again. That I fully get onto the court where Teak he was literally a foot away from the Lakers bench and they're. Like their um, their group of, of players that kind of assembled off the court, and he didn't even look at them. Like the no. Lakers, you can see the Lakers looking around, like, "Oh man, did we go in there and give him a high five? Yeah. I don't want to get in his way." It's just weird. Well, I mean, he all, he is also thirty eight, and so many of those guys. I guess Russell is is a peer, uh, AD is a peer, um, but a lot of those guys are just young, right? They're just not in the same situation that he's in what does that mean though they're nothing it means nothing but i can understand the the their lack of i mean they probably like look at him like this is lebron james not like oh this is my teammate this is my boy this is i'm hanging the guy i'm hanging out with do you think he hangs out with these guys no probably not i don't think so right i don't even begrudge him for that but i mean hell he's got a kid that's 
probably almost as old as some of these guys right on this team, which is crazy to think about. But that's the reality of this of the awkwardness of that situation. You can see it. Yeah, I guess. Um, let's get to Mike at Oceanside. Mike, what's happening, buddy? You're on the fan. How are you? How you doing, guys? Hey, Mike. LeBron James is the most unlikable player in all of sports. <laughs> everything he's, even everything he said last night in his press conference then afterwards. Oh, they wanted me to take a sky hook. I thought about it, but then I wanted to maybe do my patent to this, my patent to that. Like everything is me, 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 me. And everything's been like that since he made the stupid comment of I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he, I, I don't even think he—he's just a very delusional person. I think it's because he's been coddled most of his adult life, and he just comes across as the most unlikable, unrelatable person. I think there is a difference though between unlikable and unrelatable. I think there's a lot more athletes. Un- I don't really—I wouldn't use unlikable. I—I I don't mm-hmm. love him, but—and I certainly can't relate to his world, his money, his fame, and his, all that. Unlikable? I mean, to me, Kyrie Irving's unlikable. There's a difference. Because yeah. LeBron doesn't do anything bad. No. He never does. No. No, that, that, he, in, fact, in fact, he does so much good. You can't, I mean, it's, 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 he's almost without comparison with some of the good that he's done with the schools that he's made, that he's, that he's opened back in Cleveland and the, I don't know, his outreach to his community. Yeah, I mean, he's a likable guy. He just is also a very selfish guy. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's likable. I'm just saying he's not unlikable. Yeah, I'm almost you know. In well, terms, it depends. It depends. Yeah, I mean, for some some people revere him. I get yeah. that. Many people do. Understood. I just you know, it's just it's not my thing. Uh, Ralph's in Lakewood. What's going on, Ralphie? Hi, BT Tiki. What's going on? Hey, Ralph. What's good? Um, BT, I, I don't think in in my life of listening to you, I've ever heard you be so spot on about a point. I mean. Human being life, is, you're not invincible. Or like, look at what's going on in Turkey. Like, right. God gives and God takes. Like, you, you, you're a human being. Have respect. Celebrate with your teammates. I mean, I don't mean to get morbid, but you know, when LeBron is over in life, it's like the maggots in the grave are going to be like, oh, we can't touch this guy. He holds the school record. <laughs> We're well, being eaten and being in bones. Stop pretending that you're, wow, great, so you're a good basketball player, you have fame. That was disgusting last night. It was disgusting. It was haughty. And Tiki saying, oh, it wasn't anything bad. Wrong. That is bad. Being haughty is bad. Okay? God gives you life. He gives you talent. Don't, it's not about you. It's not about you. God could have given it to me. He could have given it to you. He could have given it to anyone. That was disgusting. That but night. it's also it's also what society has started to want. They they want the show me. I mean, think of, I don't know if you have kids or if you have a BT. I know you do. Your kids aren't quite old enough because I have older kids, so I see this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, hell, I even see it with some of my with my younger kids too. Like the the look at me world that they live in in social media is just. And these are nobodies. These are people who have accomplished not a thing in their life other than maybe being pretty or have the right clothes or whatever the situation may be. Now, imagine if you actually do have talent and you're one of the greatest players ever and you, you're you in that world also. Of course, you can't help it. You almost can't help it. And so, I mean, LeBron could and should be better. Should he carry himself like Aaron Judge? Of course he should. And it'd be the example of all examples. 
right? He he would put himself in people's minds probably above Michael Jordan if he if he if he act like Aaron Judge did, but he doesn't because that's just not that's just not how his his world evolved and and people want that from him. It's as crazy as that sounds, they want it from him. Now the opposite is that if he didn't do all these things, they would also want that, right? They want what he will give you because he's the greatest. This yeah. is like Tom Brady. Right? If Tom Brady was cocky and whatever, we we we'd be like, oh, that's what that's what that's what a great player is supposed to do. You know what I mean? But because Tom carries himself with such dignity, um, we kind of oh, that's what a great player is supposed to do. Just mm-hmm. like with Aaron Judge, that's what a great player is supposed to do. Um, so maybe it's sports specific. Maybe it's the individual nature of basketball versus the team games of football and and, and even baseball to an extent. But I think it's a basketball uh, situation and it's a basketball world that has evolved to be a look at me type of environment everywhere. It doesn't matter if you're good or not. That's just every, I mean, look at Kyle Kuzma walking into the damn oh, stadium yesterday, oh, two days ago with that ridiculous oh, outfit. That I he mean, had I, I can't waste my time with that stuff. I, I just, but that's I, my point. I just but keep why, the train why wear that? I like, have is no that idea. comfortable? Like, I, is it, I mean, it looked like he was on a spaceship. I, mean, yeah, I don't was, know. It was bizarre. I, listen, I, that's, I, I get it. I think it's, it's odd style, but I'll tell you what I do. And I, Cause I do have to keep it fair. Back in the day, my dad hated, and I used to wear them all the time, when I wore fat laces. He'd say, what the hell are you walking around? Your, your shoes, are, your sneakers are falling off your, your feet. Like, so, yeah, there's different things different generations are bothered by or don't feel or don't relate to. I get that. Um, and some of these styles ain't me. I, I, they're never going to be me. I wouldn't look good in it, and my wife wouldn't want me wearing it. But that doesn't mean a 23-year-old kid can't. I'm not even here to really criticize that. But when you separate yourself from the team celebration, that's where you just lose me further. That I just I can't stand that. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. York sports happens. Talk about it here. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, Tiki and Tierney back on The Fan. It's 1045. And uh, hopefully everybody is having a good start to their day. We got the Derek Carr stuff, the Aaron Rodgers stuff, a little Danny Jones stuff as well. Uh, Teague is heading out to the Super Bowl uh, later today, right, Teague? I am. Head to get on a plane in a little while after the show ends. So, looking forward to the trip, even though it's a long one. I got to connect, uh, which is which is miserable. Where are you connecting? Where? Chicago. So it's kind of like uh. on the way, and it's only a short layover, but still, uh. it means I don't get there till like I don't know, ten thirty, eleven o'clock or something at night. So that's a shot night. Connecting and flights get, and, suck. And then, the, and then the show is. Let's see. It's, Three hours earlier. No, two. It's only two. Is it two? It's only two now. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, once daylight oh, that's right. comes, that's becomes right. permanent, which is not yet, yeah. then it'll be three. But currently it's two. So huh. I'll be up early for okay. the show. Any, any big plans uh, besides getting drunk with Rondé every night? <laughs> which I know uh, he will well, he's, be. He's, at, uh, he's actually doing the waste management stuff. Yeah. Tomorrow, well, today he is definitely okay. I'm not sure if he has a responsibility tomorrow, but he'll probably be out there. But then it's the NFL honors, and so hopefully some good things happen. Yeah, we're well, waiting to see if he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, right, bud? That's right. That's right. That's, uh, that's right. awesome. If he's if he does, what when, when will we find out exactly? Well, they uh, they officially announce it um, th- at the show. It's live on the show, or I guess it's live to tape. Got it. I, 
and maybe maybe it's broadcast live. I'm not sure, um, but we'll know. When, and obviously, everyone else will know probably tomorrow at some point. All right, all right, that is awesome. Let's get back to you. See what you guys are thinking about the LeBron stuff. We'll get to the football stuff in a bit. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Steve is in Katona. What's happening, Stevie? Hey guys, good morning. How are you? How you We're doing? Good. What's up, Steve? Good, thanks. Hey, before I start, really interesting topics of conversation today. I think this is what makes good sports radio when you're talking about these heady kind of questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good stuff. Thanks, Steve. Um, yeah. So I heard a guy earlier hating on LeBron, saying he couldn't play back in the day. That <laughs> is a bunch of nonsense. Agreed. You go look at LeBron's height and weight compared to Ewing, Mason, and Oakley. He's bigger than them. Imagine if LeBron were allowed to hand check back in the day. Yeah, yeah. true. He'd That's be true. Dominating. And you know what? The NBA is a business. They reap what they sow. He's a businessman. Let's stop hating on this guy. Hmm. He's just a great basketball player and I don't think he's the goat and I don't frankly don't like him that much, but he's awesome. And that's kind of all I have to say here. And Tiki, Tiki, let me take out my little violin for you. You have to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, Exactly, (laughs) right? You know what I'm saying, Well, here's the problem is, though, Steve, I'm not staying for the game. And so, and if I was, I would hate it because think who's going to be there. I mean, it's all Eagles fans, right? (laughs) So it's like. Fair point. Fair yeah. point. And, and uh, by the way, half thank of you, Arizona is going to be Eagles fans, and the other half are going to be the drunks from the Waste Management Open. So it's uh, it's 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 a, it's a brotherly thing while I'm heading out. Heading out to, Understood. Uh, you got to rep the, uh, the bro. There's no doubt. Jake is in Bayville. What's happening, Jake? Hey, how you guys doing? Love the show. Thank you, Jake. Uh, I just wanted to weigh in a little bit on the LeBron stuff. Uh, I mean, I'm a bit of a younger NBA fan. Uh, and, you know, I respect everything LeBron's done. It's an incredible thing what he did last night. No one ever thought that record was going to be broken. Uh, but I saw something on Twitter that they basically, like, stopped the game. And it was, like, I think the end of the third quarter. They stopped the game uh, for him to do, like, you know, his whole little celebration. And they had him on a mic and all that stuff. Uh, I, in the middle of a regular season game that matters for both of these teams. So I just kind of wanted your input on, you know, as a professional athlete, uh, what you would have felt if they would have stopped one of your games right in the middle as it was happening in a game that, you know, you probably have to win. Yeah, well, for milestones like that, and BT and I actually talked about this a bit yesterday um, because we wonder what they were going to do, and they obviously were going to stop the game. And this happened with Ricky Henderson. It happened, um, I'm trying to think of other examples where a milestone was hit. Um, well, you get you the know, three. Anytime somebody gets three thousand hits, they obviously yeah. have a little bit of a celebration on the ba- field. But a baseball, stoppage. baseball is not necessarily disruptive to the product because it's like there's there's stops already kind of in the game already. Mm-hmm. So, I, like Ricky Henderson steals his record-setting base. They stop the game. He pulls the base out. He takes it on. I mean, whatever. It's just like the pitcher taking fifteen laps around the mound before he gets back on the before on the, uh, the hill before you know they they put in the time limits, but. It's, it doesn't necessarily matter in baseball. Football, it would matter, but it does happen. Right? It's, I, I forgot who, like Brett Favre, when he broke the record, they stopped the game. He like tipped his cap, but they got back into it pretty quickly. Um, what about with Emmett? Emmett, they definitely did. I feel like they the, did. When he broke the record. But yeah. again, it was quick. It was kind of just like he waved to everybody. Gave the ball to the equipment guy. Mm-hmm. Kind of, it's like it was like a, a, a thirty second timeout. Even though I don't think they had thirty second timeouts back then, but it was like a thirty second timeout. Then it got right back into the game, 
And I, I mean, it was basically the same last night. You know you had to stop it because it's an iconic moment. And for the Lakers, who were, you know, three games under 500, maybe four under 500 now, it didn't really matter for them. And if you're talking about for the uh, the Thunder, I mean, yeah, I guess it mattered, but not really. Not enough to disrespect LeBron in his moment. That's nitpicking at this point. I'm totally yeah. with you. As much as I don't like the way LeBron chose to celebrate without his teammates for far too long, for my taste, um, you absolutely had to celebrate LeBron James. No I mean, doubt. 40 years ago was the last time this happened. And yeah. by the way, it's going to be 40 or 50 more years since uh, until LeBron's record's busted. Think about this for a second. Just do the math. Now, first of all, you've got to enter the NBA at age 18, 19, and they're changing the rules so you'll be able to get back in a little bit younger. 18, mm-hmm. 19, right? You've got a beast from minute one for 20 years and stay almost completely healthy outside of the last couple of years, a little groin issue here, a little tweak there. He was a, a man of steel for the first 15, 16 years of his career. So uh, nobody's doing this anytime soon. KD's not going to get there. Nova Steph's not going to get there. Yeah. It's not going to get there. And and average 27 points. Well, that's why I say beast. You got a beast. Yeah, no, you yeah. got a beast from day one. That That's what I was implying for sure. Now, are there kids coming up who are going to be better three-point shooters than LeBron? No doubt, because we've already seen it. Because it's, you know, things are cyclical. Uh, we've always said the NFL is a copycat league in terms mm-hmm. of like, oh, the Bills, the run-and-shoot offense. Before you know it, the whole league's wide open. Yeah, so everybody's shooting threes, but you're going to have to do it all. And you're going to have to be big and strong to absorb the hits and get to the free throw. And nobody's doing this for ha- a half a century. So, of course, you got to celebrate it. It just would have been nice to mix in a high-five with a teammate. I don't know. <laughs> hey, good job, LeBron. They wanted to dap him up. He ignored him. Yeah, hey, come well, on. It is what it is. That's why I don't like it. <laughs> I don't. You know, lose it a story. What's up, Lou? Hey, how you guys doing? Great show as always. Thanks, bud. What's happening? Tiggy, safe travel, Tiggy, okay? Thank you, brother. I appreciate All you. All right, buddy. Listen, um, this is the point that I, I'm going to make about LeBron James. I, I remember when he was coming out of high school, I predicted he was going to be a superstar. He actually got better than what I thought. But as far as your bar is concerned, uh, and Tiggy uh, and BT, listen, the three-point situation to me it bothers me i mean no it's a legit uh, record but that has a lot a lot to do why lebron got there okay and, yeah. and in the future this is going to be in, the game is going to be about three pointers and i think there's records that cannot be broken i know Lauren ryan got about five records that would never be broken but uh, to be honest with you uh caller said that lebron couldn't play in, in the old days i said will chamberlain maybe but not now lebron lebron could play in any area i mean yeah let, let's face it from high school from high school to college to the pros, the greatest player that ever played basketball is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You guys can look it up if you think I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, and they say Jordan is – I put Jordan second, and I, I put him first. Now, I got a question for you guys. Of all the major sports, quickly, in your lifetime, can you give me your favorite player, baseball, basketball, oh. that you guys are the best? We could do that. You mean who we hold on, Lou, 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 who we perceive to be the best, or who our personal favorites are? Well, favorite, you know, I don't want to say that because then you're going to go to Manly. You know, (laughs) (laughs) yes, no, my, that's unfair. I want, I want you to buy, buy the game, buy the the format. Got you. Include boxing, by the way. I got you. Baseball, basketball, and you know who you think was. I got you. The greatest to you. Yeah, we can do that in your lifetime. All right, that's an old school radio question, huh? Hey, uh, Mad Dog, who's your favorite? I got one. Once in a while, this is fun. Let's attack this real quick. Uh, let's start with the NFL, Teak. You first. NFL, Walter, greatest Walter player of all Payton. time. Walter Payton. 
You think he's the greatest player of all time or your favorite? He is the greatest and my favorite. Okay. Walter's the man. I'm not going quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are just, all right, I don't man. know, I just, they, all right. they, they don't make my list. Jerry Rice for me. Mm, or or Lawrence Taylor. It's a good one. Okay. At HL Gretzky, let's I, not waste I, time. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And I don't know it enough to say anybody else. Mm-hmm. NBA's MJ for me. <sighs> yeah. Andy was one of them. He was my favorite growing up, as he was everybody's. And baseball is either Babe Ruth or Willie Mays, but I want to at least give you somebody that I saw. The greatest baseball player that I ever saw. It's got to be Ken Griffey Jr. It's got to be. Mm. It's got to be. Yeah. For me. Hank, Hank Hank wasn't there. I mean, I, we know about him, and he feels like he was in our per, like our time frame of watching, but we were so young when he was doing it. Hank Aaron? Dude, he played in the 50s. What do you mean? And I, we were yeah. born in the 70s, not even That's close. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. He doesn't he was, feel like he was part of my childhood. But he was you young. About? I feel like he was young when I was, you know, ten years old. Even though he's he died like ninety. What did he just died a year? Just ago. Just died a couple of years ago. Very not recently. Even, not, a year. Yeah, a year and a half. About a year ago. Um, my favorite, obviously, was was Ricky. You guys, you, you know this. Yeah, you love that, Ricky. That made me feel like I could be the guy. Uh huh. But the best that I saw. God, I, I don't want to stay the steroid era guys. But you, I mean, if you see you say Bonds, I mean. Yeah, but it was Bonds. The yeah. dude got a pitch to hit, and he hit it out of the ballpark. What about Trout? Um, when he's healthy. Trout went healthy, but he just, I just, I just feel like I never see him anymore. He's had a very Griffey-like trajectory where the numbers, not that he's tailing off hard, hard, mm-hmm. you know, but Griffey, you know, Griffey did tell off, certainly with Cincy and all those leg issues, et cetera. I- I'm going to stick with Griffey. There-, there was nobody. I mean, you talk about just, like, beautiful art Majestic. chasing a ball down in the outfield and a swing. It's Griffey. Yeah. I'm not backing over. To me, it's Griffey. Guys that I saw play. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.